Blog Talk Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the House. How y'all doing out there this wonderful Friday afternoon? Hope everybody's having a wonderful day. Hey, we got a good show planned for you today. And I tell you, man, you want to listen to this today. <laughs> because I have some stuff for you. Hey, because you know, that's what I try to do, bring you some information some information that you 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 may you may miss. But anyway, welcome to the show. Now, before we get started, let me tell you how you can be a part of the show because I want to hear what you have to say about some of this stuff because it's very interesting to say the least. The easiest way is call me at 347-838-8622. You can also email me at ericlesstalk at gmail.com. And our chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. 
All right, so those are all the ways you can participate in the show. And as I said before, I want to hear what you have to say because your opinion matters that it does. All right, so, you know, we're changing the format a little bit, so we we, we ain't going to do the song of the day right now. Well, we may do the song of the day. I don't know. You know what? Yeah, let's do a song of the day right now. And uh, to get us in the mood for this great information I'm about to bring you. All right, so here they are, man. The Temptations, I ain't too proud to beg. Here we go. always pop up that nobody 
All right, what's going on here that nobody really wants to uh, answer or talk about? So we have to go and find it for ourselves. And as I was looking for something to talk about today on the show, it, it, it popped into me that this thing, this assassination with this Iranian general and the response that happened and the, the explanation that we were given as for why. Why was this general taken out? Now, and we know the part of the country, you know, that all this is happening in, uh, we we have a major presence there. Can't say it's minor because it's not a minor presence. We, we've been there for a while, and we're still there, and we're not going anyway, anywhere. So with that being said, here's, here's some of the stuff that's going on with, with that over there. Okay, we know the general, you know, Hossein, Hossein Salamanani, something like that. Hey, I never said I was good at pronouncing names. <laughs> but, you know, the, the, the explanation that our country gave us for assassinating this man was there was an imminent threat or imminent danger, however you want to say it. And with the word imminent, that means immediate. You know what I mean? That means, yeah, it's going. It, it, it's it's about to happen. Okay, so that was the first excuse. All right. Then it came back that it, it wasn't. It wasn't that. It was a part of a new strategy. It was a new strategy to, to deter, deter U.S. forces. I mean U.S. foes. I'm sorry, U.S. foes. And I mean our enemies, the people we don't like, the bad guys. Now that's what our and the country has been telling us, you know, all over the major news networks and everything else. That's what they have been saying. That is that is why this general was taken out. Yeah, that sounds good, right? That that, that sounds good. It really does. <laughs> but there's something else. There's something else. But here's the other issue that I have. We as citizens of this country, we have a tendency to fall in line and believe whatever we're told. Okay, we 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 don't question. Now we still have freedom in this country, so we should be able to question, right? We should be able to, but for some reason we don't. We don't. We have all this high-speed internet and all these other ways to go and look for things and research and find answers, but we don't do that. We just take them at the, as their word, and immediately Iran is the enemy. Iraq was the enemy. Now they're friends, right? Pakistan, of course, you know you got Israel, Saudi, United Arab Emirates. So what is really going on? What is the problem? <laughs> what is the problem? Well, you know, um, most citizens would choose to believe whatever narrative we give them, okay? Because that's what we want to believe, that we, our country is telling us the truth. Our country is not feeding us propaganda. Our country is not going out and just doing whatever they want to do just to do it. And we got to find out. And, and we need to know why. Why is this? 
Everybody cannot be the 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 axis of evil or the devil or the terrorist. Can't can't do that. So let's talk about this a little bit, all right? Let's let's talk about this. We we don't have to rush. Now, as I said before, the first two reasons for assassinating this general was an immediate threat, and okay, that 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 went for a minute. Okay, yeah, immediate threat, because you know here in this country the word terrorist and Muslim or Iran, oh everybody is up in arms because that's what they do. That's who they are because that's what we have been told for years and years and years. Right? Right. Notwithstanding that uh, we have evidence, and some of us know that our country has lied, have lied to us constantly about certain things, especially when it comes to taking out foreign leaders, starting wars, and speaking of that, see, a lot of people feel that this assassination of this general was a, a, a step to deflect from the impeachment and upcoming Senate hearings that's going on. So they had to start a war. Yeah, but that's too easy. That's too easy to figure out. And most people are happy are happy with that conclusion. But it's more to it, people, than that. It is. It's more to that. So, let's talk about this a little bit. Okay? Now, as I said, you know, I gave you the two immediate reasons why. Okay? However, last Monday, this past Monday, President Trump made a statement that really stands out and kind of tells you exactly what the frame of mind this our country is in when it comes to dealing with countries that do not fall in line with the U.S. Uh, doctrine. Okay? Now, be, let's, let's, let's be honest. We know if you don't follow the lines, the, the, the lines, the guidelines given out by the United States, then Something has to be done, okay? Something has to be done. And with that being said, something was done. But anyway, go back to what the president said. President Trump made a statement, it really doesn't matter whether the general posed an imminent threat. Let me say, read that again. It does not matter whether the general posed an immediate threat. In other words, imminent threat. It doesn't matter. I don't care if he posed one or not. It doesn't matter. Ain't that what The Rock used to say? Yeah. <laughs> and to, to, to add to this, uh, Secretary of State Mike, Mike Parpeo was said there was a bigger strategy behind the killing of General Soleimani. He added that this new strategy isn't or will not be only confined to Iran in all cases we must deter foes to defend freedom. Now let's talk about that. 
to defend freedom. All right, that's better. All right, to defend freedom. Yeah. So what freedom are we defending? Now, let's talk about this for a minute because it is, there's, there's some interesting things going on. I, I, I just had to get those out there because I'm, I'm going to come back in a minute and tell you why this general was taken out. But here's some other um, interesting questions that I came up with, okay? Because let's not forget, after they killed the general, everybody was expecting this out this 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 retaliation or revenge act by Iran. Okay, this was coming. Now that was the imminent threat right there. We took out the general, so hey, they're going to get us. They're going to hit us. Yeah. So Iran on the eighth of January attacked. El Assad Air Base, okay? Now, y'all listen to what I'm telling you, right? Okay? Now, this attack, (laughs) that's what it's being called. This attack uh, basically didn't do anything but tear up some runways, some tents, a parking lot. It damaged a helicopter. Small things like that. Okay, nothing... Nothing, no, no uh, casualties, you know, no peel, you know, KIAs, anything like. Nobody died. All right, that supposedly was Iran's response. Now, here's the question I have for this: If you are expecting a country to retaliate and you have equipment or resources to track missiles, to shoot down missiles. This is the air base. I mean, really, they have radar, right? They have radar. So why didn't they shoot down these missiles? Why wasn't there even mention of a, an attempt to shoot down these missiles? Are you following what I'm, um, where I'm going with this? Why wasn't there an attempt to shoot down these missiles? Now, here's, here's another interesting thing. Uh, what, today, yesterday? U.S. officials came, military officials came out and said, well, you know what? We were wrong. There were some 11 service members had been injured in the attack. See, and, and here's why it, it gets crazy, you know, because one thing is put out, then all of a sudden they come back and change, change the narrative and add on to it. Now, I'm not saying these soldiers didn't re- didn't get a concussion. I'm not saying, you know, maybe one of the the, the, the explosions were, were close to them and, you know, they may have. But wouldn't you have known that ahead of time? But to say there were no casualties whatsoever? Now, here's another interesting thing. U.S. officials, listen to this, have offered differing accounts of what they were what they see as the motivations behind Iran's attack. The vice president 
said the administration believes the strikes were intended to kill Americans. And Army General Mark Miller, the chairman of Joint Chiefs of Staff, said he believed the attacks were intended to cause structural damage, destroy vehicles and equipment and aircraft, and to kill personnel. Now, <laughs> here we go. And if you notice the, 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 the verbiage or the wording here, they made sure they included were intended to kill Americans, to kill personnel, right? That's what, that is the, the verbiage that have, has been used. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Something's not right there, y'all. Something is not right there. And I'm going to tell you why it's not right. Because before I ran, before, listen to what I'm saying, before I ran, fired the missiles, they sent a warning. That's right. They sent a warning to the Iraq prime minister. Yes. Iraq did receive a warning that the strike was coming and was able to take necessary precautions, according to a statement from Iraq's prime minister. A U.S. defense official said that Iraq, in turn, warned the United States. Now, you're hearing that, right? You hear that? So, go back to the initial statement here. That says it was used. The attack was intended to kill Americans, or uh, and or to kill personnel, as the Joint Chiefs of Staff said. Well, wait a minute. If it was meant to kill Americans, service members, or what have you, contractors, civilians, whoever were on that air was on that air base, why would you give a warning? Come on, y'all. Let's 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 talk about this a little bit. Why would you give a warning? If I want to harm someone and I want to really do some serious damage, I'm not going to warn you. I'm going to fire my missiles and, oh, well, whoever survives, survives. If you don't, good for you. But that's not what happened here. Iran sent a warning. Look, this is what we're about to do. Okay? In turn, being a veteran, I know what happened. Once the warning was given and it was relayed to the, uh, the, the Americans and the commanders in that area, precautions were taken. So how is that intended to kill anybody if you're given a warning? Now, Y'all want my take on what this was about? Iran wasn't trying to kill anyone. Iran was trying to make a point. Okay? And the point was, we can reach out and touch you. That's what it was. Point blank. We can reach out and touch you. This is just an example. We're not trying to hurt anyone this time. We just want you to know we can reach out and touch you. We know where you are. But, of course, 
our great people that we call our, our representatives, they're going to swing it and, and twist it and, and get the citizens up in the uproar. Oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. They were trying to kill us. No, they weren't. They didn't kill anyone. Their, their intentions were not to kill anyone. Now, I know some of you out there probably thinking, Mr. Talk, why are you taking up for them? I'm not taking up for them. I'm just giving you facts. I'm just giving you the, what's, what really happened. You can make up your own mind as far as who did what and how they did it. You can do that. I'm just telling you what happened. Okay, and how, what the response was. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Now, let's, you know, like I said, I'd have been to Saudi Arabia. I'd have been to Kuwait. I'd have been to Iraq. Okay, I've been in, in, in combat. And I'm telling you now, those strikes right there were not intended to kill anyone. No one. No one. But yet, you know, the United States is always uh, claiming that other countries are always pushing propaganda, always spraying propaganda. Well, once again, that's what this country is doing. That's what they're feeding us, propaganda. Propaganda. And nobody wants to admit it. You know, I was having a conversation earlier with a friend, and we were talking about um, how people respond to information. And there are those out there that no matter what evidence you present to them, no matter how circumspect or suspicious it seems, they're going to believe what they're going to believe. Those aren't the individuals I'm trying to talk to right now. I'm trying to talk to the ones that have some questions. Remember when I when I first started, I said, if you have missiles coming in, why aren't you trying to shoot them down? This is an air base. We know there's uh, 3, 000, at least 3,000 troops in Saudi Arabia. We know they sent uh, some air defense batteries into Saudi Arabia. We know this. Because they did it after the attack on the oil fields. So if they're not guarding the airfield or didn't try to shoot them down in the airfield, where are these missile batteries? Where are they? They're guarding the oil. (laughs) This is an example. You notice nobody has even mentioned anything about uh, 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 a battery trying to shoot down one of these missiles. There has been no mention from anyone. It's like they it didn't even exist. Why not? You have incoming, inbound, hostile projectiles. And not one air defense missile was fired. Y'all don't think that's kind of suspect. I do. 
That's the first thing I thought about. Well, we didn't fire anything, nothing. We just let them fire into and hit the ground and hit whatever they're going to hit, and that was it. What does that say? I'm going to tell you what that tells you. It was expected, and everybody was taking cover. <laughs> but yet they come back and say, oh, now there may have been some injuries. Some people may have received concussions, and we, you know, evacuated them out to Germany and um, Kuwait or, you know, all these different places they have. But yet nobody has mentioned anything. And this is after the fact. But the original report was no casualties. Well, there's no casualties, no injuries. Now there may be. It's, it's, it's not right. Something is not right there. You have a country giving a warning. We're about to do this. What are you going to do? Well, as long as it was the airfield, it was fine. Just don't shoot up the oil. <laughs> I know some of y'all don't believe it's about the oil. It's about two things, though. It's about the oil and it's about the petrol dollar. That's what this is about. That's the only thing America cares about. Because if any any of that changes, if any of that changes, they lose control. And America just can't afford to lose control. But anyway, we're going to keep going here. <laughs> so, with all that being said, let's talk about the real, true reason why the general was killed, okay? And this new, and what this new, quote-unquote, administration strategy is of deterrence, okay? Now, this is what was really going on. The general was in Iraq because he was working on a deal between Saudi Arabia and Iran for peace. Okay? That's what he was doing. Pakistan and Iraq were involved in mediation between Saudi Arabia and Iran. All right? That's, like I said, that is why the general was in Iraq. Okay, now, the only problem with that was the United States didn't have any idea that was going on. Well, no, I'm not going to say they didn't have any idea what was going on. They didn't approve of it. They can't, they can't have that. Because if there is peace in the Middle East, then the United States is, out of, is, is, in, is in trouble. Believe it or not, Israel is in trouble. All right. Now, the Iraqi prime minister was the go-between. All right. He was the go-between. Now, why is this 
such an important thing. Why would they take this man out? Why would they take this man out? Because he's trying to broker peace. Now, let's go back. Once this administration got through playing with North Korea, and, you know, North Korea basically said, whatever, man, go on about your business. The United States has been constantly trying to provoke Iran into uh, some type of uh, confrontation. Okay, this is this is fact. You can go back and look it look it over. It has been going on. The only problem is it hasn't been working. It hasn't been working. The sanctions that they they're putting on 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 Iran, you know, yes, it's causing some hardships for them. It is. It, it's limiting what they, the funds they can they get for selling their oil. Not to say they're not still selling their oil. All right. All these demonstrations that's going on, don't think it's just the Iran, Iranian people out there causing getting in the streets doing this. We talked about Venezuela. Remember Venezuela? The same the United States did the same thing, doing the same thing over there. The same thing, because these countries are beginning to realize we need to get away. From this dollar Okay Now let me let me continue on Because I got my notes right here Now As I just said We know they sent air defense Over in, into um, Saudi Arabia To guard the oil fields Right We know this Wait a minute You mean to tell me We'd rather guard oil fields Than our own personnel On the airfield yeah, that, 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 that is crazy. You know, Saudi oil is standardized by the U.S. dollar, which allows America to continue deficit or IOU spending with other countries. Okay? Now, by having this meeting, General Salami was challenging the globalization of the dollar. See? And here's an example. Venezuela, like I said, Libya. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember those two countries? Now, see what happened in Libya, right? Because any country that decides, look, it's time to move away from the dollar. Let's get our own currency going. Let's handle our own business. United States cannot have that because that's how they make their money. That's how they spend. That's how they do business. And if the dollar ever loses value, a lot of people are going to be hurting. I'm just telling you. And here's another thing. A lot of the allies, especially in the Middle East now, are beginning to understand that the United States is wishy-washy when it comes to uh, uh, working with you. They, they're wishy-washy. And they have what they call, we call sometimes selective amnesia. Because it's not always what's good for the goose is good for the gander. United States chooses and picks who they want to deal with depending on what is the advantage for them. I've said this before on the show. United States gets into nothing unless they can get something out of it. And right now, it is the oil, protecting that oil over there. Now, let's just think about this. If Iran, Iraq, 
Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, Arab Emirates, and all the other kings and sheikdoms over there got together, got together, started working together peacefully, peacefully. Where would that leave Israel? Where would that leave the United States? On the outside looking in. And that just cannot happen because that means the United States no longer has control in that region, which means Israel Israel is on their own. Now, don't think Israel is innocent in this. Israel is just using the United States as a proxy. That's what they are. It's a proxy. So when you go back and think about this new administrative, uh, 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 what they call it, um, policy of, of deterrence, strategy of deterrence, it's not the deterrence of terrorism. It's not deterrent, deterrence of anybody attacking our bases. It's not deterrence of anybody attacking in this country. They're deterring and sending a message that if any of you out there think that you're going to change the value of the dollar for your, own, you know, for your own good, think again. We're coming. We're coming. That's what this new strategy is about. Okay? Because, see, Israel at one point was trying to be a, a buddy, get into the, the mix with, with the sheikdoms and stuff like that. But they couldn't. They couldn't. Because Israel has never been liked in the Middle East, okay? When Israel first stood up as a country, the only one that dealt with Israel was Iran, believe it or not. The same people they are despised now, they dislike so much and want to take out and wipe off the face of the earth, is the same country that was the only ones to start dealing with them that gave Israel some type of uh, status as a country. They recognized them. Hmm. I'm just telling y'all like it is. <laughs> I'm just telling you like it is. That is what the killing of the general was all about. Yeah, that's what it was all about. You know, he went on to say that it applies to China and Russia, further diluting the assertion that the top array general was stuck between because he was, was struck because he was plotting imminent attacks on the United States. This was Pompeo said. Malpepeo on Monday said Kasim Salami was Salami, Salamani, whatever his name is, was killed as part of a broader strategy of deterring challenges by U.S. forces. That also applies to China and Russia. So it had nothing to do with imminent attacks or threats. It was all about protecting the dollar. And the oil in the Middle East. That's why that man was killed. Of course, 
you know, they give you all these these great lines. Well, you know, the people really disliked him or whatever. But from the pictures of the, of the funeral, it says something totally different. Something totally different. So who are you going to believe? You're going to believe uh, a bunch of bureaucratic, rich oil seekers or your own eyes and your own common sense? Who are you going to believe? Because there's no way, no way, I, I, I'm telling you, okay? I'm telling you as somebody that has been in this situation, you're going to have missiles come into your airspace and not try and shoot them down. And that didn't happen. That did not happen. That is suspicious in itself. They didn't try to shoot these missiles down. But yet they want to say that Iranians were trying to kill uh, American soldiers and personnel and stuff like that. But if that's the case, then why would they give a warning? Why would they give a warning? Because if I'm the enemy and I want to do some damage, I'm not telling you nothing. They just coming. Now they're gonna be like uh, I'm gonna say like like the Christians like they say Jesus is gonna be coming back. Yeah, gonna be like thief in the night. I'm just gonna send him. You just don't know when. But that did not happen here. There was a warning sent out. Look, we're about to fire some rockets, and we send them at the airfield. It wasn't to kill. It was a message sent to say, we can reach out and touch you. That's what this was about. And the killing of the general had nothing to do with imminent threat. It was about protecting the oil and the petrodollar. That's what it was about. And on top of all that, to keep the Middle East from having peace. That's it. <laughs> That's it. You, I mean, you cannot put it out there any plainer than that. Of course, this administration will tell you, no, that's not what happened. He wasn't trying, he wasn't on a mission uh, to to broker peace between Iran and Saudi Arabia, or, you know, they weren't trying to do any of that. But that is what was going on. That is what was going on. Hmm. But. You know, nobody nobody was going wants to hear that because we rather believe that everybody else is against us and we always do what's right. This wasn't done. The what was done was not right. It wasn't for the right reason. It wasn't. Hey, you want to comment on anything? 347-838-8622 is the number. Once again, that's 347-838-8622 is the number. 
talk to me. What y'all think about this? Because uh, I'm just putting it out there. You may have another view that I missed or another way of telling it. So, hey, call me. Let me know. Um, Let's talk about this petrol dollar. Because I know a lot of you don't know what the petrol dollar is. Uh, you know, I know my buddy Joe. He know what the petrol dollar is. Because Joe, you know, Joe's smart like that. All right. But anyway. For those that are unaware of what it is, the petrodollar is any U.S. dollar paid to oil exporting countries in exchange for oil. Since the dollar is a global currency, listen to that, the dollar is a global currency. All international transactions are priced in dollars. As a result, oil exporting nations must receive dollars. Most of them own their own, their oil industries. That makes their national income dependent on the dollar's value. If it falls, so, so does their revenue. Now, in order to protect myself and my money, and I'm dependent on somebody else's currency, wait a minute, wait a minute. We got all this oil over here. We got this all over here. Why are we dependent on the United States' money? If we can make a deal with our our region or our buddies over here, you know, come up with our own currency, we can just deal with our with our own selves. But you know, the big bad United States says, "Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, that's not going to happen. You can't let that happen. You're not going to cut us out there all that money that's over there." <laughs> As a result, most of these oil exporters also peg their currencies to the dollar. That way, if the dollar value falls, so does the price of all their domestic goods and services. That helps these countries avoid wide swings in inflation and deflation. You know, Qaddafi in Libya, he was trying to move away from the dollar. The, the guy in Venezuela, the one they want out, all of a sudden the United States want out. He was trying to move away from the dollar. Back his oil with gold based on his barrels of oil. And you see what happened to them, right? All of a sudden, their whole country is in chaos now. Just like just like Iran. Well, let's put some sanctions on them. Why at the same time, let's throw some let's throw a couple of our our, our, our secret people in there and cause a coup. Cause the people to, to, to be un you know, just go crazy. Marching in the streets, and that's what we're covering. That's what we say. The people are unhappy. But is, is it really their people? Or is, is it those that infiltrate? Don't act like the United States don't infiltrate uh, um, infiltrate other countries and cause coups. They did it in Iran. They did it to Iran to remove the Shah. Was it the Shah? Yeah. Or was it Khomeini? But they did it to Iran. Libya. So don't think that what you're being told is the truth. Because it's not. It's not. <laughs> oh, it's not. You know, it's interesting. Now, here are the world's largest petrodollar recyclers, okay, right by those who have money, all right? Um, and the only thing 
when they start dealing with this, the only thing is there's a bunch of IOUs. That, okay? Don't, don't think there's actually uh, transfers of paper money. or There's a lot of IOUs running around. All right? Because really there's not that much money in the world. Okay, we got Norway Government Pension Fund. Air UAE. Kuwait Investment Authority. Saudi Arabia. $494 billion. Kuwait Investment Authority, $592 billion. Norway Government Pension Fund, $1.073 trillion. UAE, Abu Dhabi Investment Authority, $696 billion. And that's just a few of them. Because they have 18 of them down here. 18. And all of them are in the billions. All of them are in the billions. So don't think it's not about the dollar. Because that's what it's all about. The dollar and the oil. That's what it's all about. It has nothing to do with imminent threats and anything. Because let's be honest, who's the imminent threat in the United States right now? Homegrown terrorists, mainly white men, young white men. They have nothing to do with the general. But that's not what you're going to be told. Right? Now, here's another interesting thing about this so-called attack uh, at this air base. You know, there's some reports coming out of Israel that Washington asked Tehran to respond in proportion as the U.S. killed its general. Okay? Now, this is what is coming out of Israel. The Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps confirmed Solomon the commander of the cause for the operation of foreign operators Al-Baba had been killed by a U.S. airstrike near Baghdad Airport. After the attack, the Americans resorted to diplomatic measures on Friday morning, real advocacy yeah, said on television. They even said that if you want to get revenge, get revenge in proportion to what we did, said the, the guy on the newscast. This is coming out of Israel now. <laughs> And I can't make this stuff up, y'all. I can't. Um, <laughs> what did it? What did it say? Um, I'm trying to find it. I read. It. I can tell you what it said. Uh, don't sink none of our ships, okay? Don't 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 sink none of our ships, please. Don't do that. I'm trying to find it here. Now that's what it's saying. Don't sink in of our ships. Oh, now that I want to find it, I can't find it. <laughs> yeah, but basically it was don't sink in our ships. You can do what you want to, but you know, hey, we didn't we didn't um, do anything. You know, we just killed your general. That's it. You know, so in your retaliation, don't shoot in our general. Don't shoot in our ships. Sinking in our ships. We can't afford that. That's a lot of people. <laughs> oh Lord have mercy This is crazy Iran's foreign minister Mohammed Zabid Zarif Said in a separate television interview On Friday night that Switzerland's envoy Transmitted a foolish message From the Americans this morning The Swedish official was summoned In the evening and received a decisive response In writing the Americans audacious, audacious letter He said 
you know, they said Americans must await severe revenge. The revenge will not be limited to Iran. Uh, I can't find what I'm looking for. I'll find it in a minute and let you know what it said, though. Just kill some troops instead. That's it. U.S. asked Iran not to sink an American carrier. Just kill some troops instead. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you can't make that up, people. You just can't make that up. I don't know what's up with this static in my headphone. Hope you won't hear the static on that end. But, yeah, you can't make that up. You can't. And as outrageous as it may sound, I believe that. I can believe that. I can. I can believe that. So that's what the deal is with the, with this um this 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 assassination of this general. And um, you know, if you want more, you can you can goddamn research it. Um, I'll be updating the show's website this weekend. I have some content on there for you. Um, you can check it out yourself. And go further into it, you know. Uh, this is just—it's it, it, mind-boggling. But in order to understand what's really going on and to see what's really happening, you have to have an open mind. Okay, you—you you do. You can't just go into this thing thinking uh, everything is right with what America is doing. All right. Because I know some people will say, well, they killed this. He killed thousands of our people. How do you know that? We killed thousands of their people. You ain't complaining about that. You know, uh, on an interview recently, the president said he told Saudi Arabia, hey, if you want us to protect you, give us $500 million. He said they, they they, they sent him $500 million. Where's that $500 million at? And why are you selling our troops out like that? See, those are the questions we should be asking. Those are the questions you should be asking. You know, because something is just not right. It's not. It's not right. You know, and now we about to go through this fiasco, and you know, next week with this so-called Senate uh, hearing trial or whatever. Whatever is going to be done has already been done. It is. It, it, this is a more waste of time. But if you notice how all of a sudden it's a waste of time, however, the Senate is beginning to sign off on some things, like this China Phase One deal. Or the Mexican Canada United States deal, which formerly was NAFTA, okay, which basically still is NAFTA with a couple of changes. That's basically all it is. But nobody's questioning that. But it's in the last year, 2020, so of course everything's going to get done now. Everything's going to get done. <laughs> Everything's going to get done. And we just going to sit back and we're going to believe everything we're told. They're going to tell us everything and nobody's going to say anything else about it. 
I'm telling y'all people, you got to get out there and research some things. Get it together. Get it together because it's out there for you. It's out there for you. And like I say, don't just don't just go go to one site and and you know some because some of these sites I'm gonna tell you the truth. Some of these sites are just a bunch of bull crap. You know, yeah, they are. That's why you have to do multiple searches, multiple and dig and dig and dig. And you find the truth because it's there. All right, that's all I'm talking about is this general thing. You know, I just want to let you know it, it, it stinks. This whole thing stinks. It really does. There's a bunch of bull crap from what we've been told, and the, the the new strategy of deterrence has nothing to do with enemies or imminent threats or anything about that. It's about if you think you're going to get away from the U.S. dollar and, 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 and keep your own oil, that is not happening. Don't forget, Iraq has already voted for the United States military to get out of their country. You know what the United States told them? Yeah, right. You kick us out if you want to. We're going to throw sanctions on you. But wait a minute. Why would you throw sanctions on a country you just spent years in trying to liberate? See, that's why those countries in the Middle East are trying to get away from from the uh, United States and their dollars and their money and their influence. Because they're beginning to realize that the United States has selective amnesia. They're not anybody's friend if they can't do anything for them. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's what it is. That's what it is. Nobody wants to realize that. Nobody wants to admit it. But that's what it is. And these countries are beginning to figure it out. Hey, take Iran. Iran was following the, the nuclear pact that was done. But Knucklehead comes in the office and he don't like it. Why? Why don't you like it? They were obeying it. Now, Israel, I mean, um, Iran says, you know what? Screw you. Screw you. You want to play? Let's play this game. Let's play this game. We're not going to do any of it now. The allies, Germany, uh, France and all them, they're upset. They're like, what are you doing? They were following it. Everything was working fine. Because you come in and think you're a better negotiator than anybody else that has worked 10, 12 years to do this deal, and you think they're just going to obey and do it in the three, four years that you're in office? Heck no. No. What was working, you have once again done what America does, destabilize the region of the world. That's what's going on. That's what's going on. But Iran is the bad guy, right? They're the bad guy. Iran must never have nuclear weapons. The United States have nuclear weapons. Israel has nuclear nuclear weapons. Russia has nuclear weapons. 
I'm sure China does too. But Iran can't have them. Why not? Don't they deserve to defend themselves as well as everybody else? Y'all see the point I'm trying to make? A lot of this is nonsense, can be avoided, doesn't have to be. You talking about bullying? Who's bullying who here? The, the interesting part is Iran is standing up saying, Hell you, I'm not doing this. We're not even we're not even gonna play this game right now. We were trying to cooperate. We we were doing what we did. We were doing what we were supposed to. Inspectors said they were doing what they were supposed to. Yes. But all of a sudden, that wasn't good enough. But not only that, then you decide you want to pull out of the agreement with Russia. That's your friend right there. That's your friend. That's your buddy. So they can start doing their own nuclear thing again. What is the end game? Where, where is this headed to? <laughs> just a question. Just a question. That's all I'm asking. Just a question. Anyway, so y'all think about that, though. Think about the first question I asked. If you know missiles are coming, why didn't you try and shoot them down? That's that, that, you know, that, that should alone should tell you what's really, something is not right there. Something is not right. Iran sends a warning to Iraq. Iraq Prime Minister warns the American um, defense official who warns their base, everybody takes cover. The only thing they shoot is runways, helicopters, and tents. There's nobody there. But the narrative is they were trying to kill personnel, U.S. personnel and American personnel. Just don't add up. Why give a warning, and why didn't America try and shoot those missiles down? Y'all think about that. <sighs> Y'all think about that. That's an interesting interesting thought process, isn't it? You trying to shoot me. You trying to kill me, but you going to send me a warning first. <laughs> and I don't even try to shoot the missile down. <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. I just can't get past that. That's, that's, that's just crazy to me. Okay, but anyway, such is life. Now you know. Think about it. Figure it out. Make it work. <laughs> As I said, I'll be updating the show's website this uh, this weekend. So if you want to know any more on, on what's going on in the Middle East, you can check the website out. And uh, that's uh, ericlesstalk.com. And we'll go ahead and, and give you some more information on that. Okay. All right, we're going to move on because we ain't going to spend all the show on, on this, one, this one little thing here. I just wanted to let y'all know that. All right, so remember Monday. Remember Monday when I was talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she come under attack from Seal, um, 50 Cent, and a couple of others about her so-called documentary 
on um, Apple TV's new app, streaming app, on Russell Simmons. You're supposed to be doing a um, Russell Simmons. Well, apparently she's felt the she's felt the heat because she has backed out of that documentary with Apple TV now. She will not no longer be doing that, which is good, which is good because she didn't need to. Because if you think about all the pictures with her with Weinstein giggling and hugging and kissing him and carrying on. And this man has been accused of a whole lot of stuff, not to mention all these other individuals. She hasn't said anything about them, the white guys, but she wants to go after Russell Simmons. She wants to go after a couple of others. It's just not good. It's just not good. So she said it was, she stepped away from creative differences. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that's not what it was. Oprah just didn't want to feel the heat that was coming down because of what she was doing. Yeah, I mean, it's all that's what she does. <laughs> oh, that's what she does. You know, um, I, I I just don't know. This this Me Too movement. That's that's what all this is about. This Me Too movement. You know, I, it's crazy. Now, don't forget she did the documentary on um, Michael Jackson, um, Neverland, and the Jackson family was not happy with that as well. Although while he was living, she was all, he's my biggest, ah, Michael Jackson, smiling and laughing and giggling. You know, but when them, them little boys decide, well, those, they are not little boys, the men decide that they want to come out and claim that he molested them or whatever, she had to do the documentary. Come to find out later, they were lying. I tell you, sometimes we just do dumb stuff. <laughs> we do dumb stuff. Now, here's another interesting article that I found that was very, very, it made me laugh, actually. It really did. But I think it has some validity if it ever was to happen. And it says, Truckers Transportation Coalition warns of super supply chain crisis as America's cities may collapse into war zones. Food, fuel, medical supplies could be disrupted. The executive director of the Small Business and Transportation Coalition known as truckers.com, has issued a stern warning about a super supply chain crisis that could severely disrupt trucking and transportation operations that bring supplies to all U.S. cities. <laughs> James Lab issued a December 17 press release in which he warned of nationwide rise that would impede truckers' ability to make deliveries of products for America's consumption. Those supplies include food, fuel, medicine, ammunition, and other supplies in which Americans depend each day. This warning was issued a few weeks before President Trump's drone strike on the General Soleimani, an event that may believe might set off activation of radical Islam sleeper cells that have been embedded in U.S. cities awaiting orders to strike critical infrastructure and cause mayhem. 
Oh, according to a press release, the authoritarian gun confiscation push of tyrannical Democrats in Virginia could all by itself quickly escalate into armed conflict reminiscent of the Civil War, as the announcement also states. Y'all see how stupid this is? Did you read that? Did you hear that? That is about the craziest thing in the world. You know, it's amazing how all of a sudden we're going to break out into civil war. We're going to have chaos. We're going to be killing each other. Yeah. Sleeper cells. Yeah, we know there are sleeper cells here. Yeah, there are sleeper cells. Okay. I'm not discounting that. But lately, they don't have to do anything because we got our own homegrown killing everybody. We killing each other. Well, and, and that's the that's the sad thing, you know. You you take and, and you look at the news on a daily basis, and it's always a killing here. Somebody got shot there. Somebody did this. Somebody did it. What we need? What what do we need a sleeper cell for? We doing all the damage ourselves. And the more stuff like this come out, the more paranoid individuals become, and those that are really paranoid and radical enough, you know, they try and take things into their own hands. And once again, you have problems. You have problems because of this kind of stuff. You know, I... I <laughs> Yeah, you can't help but laugh at it. Yeah, you can't help but laugh at it because it is really crazy. That's what it is. That's crazy talk right there. But it's meant to 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 get people started. And you know what? Sometimes I look at that and I think that's just a subliminal message to uh, a group of a certain group of people. Because most of us would not even have found that article right there, looking at it at all. We wouldn't have. That wasn't that wasn't for the main main population. That's just for a certain group of people to act to get them activated and get them ready. The militia. Now, all the places to mention they say Virginia. Isn't it amazing for the last I know for the last eight years, everybody's supposed to be trying to get get the weapons, take the weapons from everybody. You still got your weapons, right? You still got them. Everybody still have weapons. Now he, they shooting everybody. They shooting everybody. Why? You know, you have old old white men thinking they back in the wild, wild west walking on folk wanting to shoot people. Till they get smacked in the face. You know, you have our black young men shooting each other. Over what? A piece of concrete that doesn't belong to either one of them. Why? But we worried. We, we the truckers are worried about it, right? Man, come on, <sighs> truckers. Don't get me wrong. I love truckers. I was a trucker in the military, so I, 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 hey, I'm with truckers. I understand that. But you know, the issue of warning like that is just asinine. It really is. That's the, you know that that is just crazy. You know, um, there's another article I found. 
And uh, I'm sorry, y'all. I just keep, I have to find these things. I have to bring them to you because it's just crazy. Nothing less than a civil war. These white voters on the far right seem doomed without Trump. <clears throat> now, and this is something that the president himself has fed into. You know, if I'm not reelected, there's going to be a civil war. Or do you really think so? Do you really think there's going to be a civil war? If you're not, he's not reelected. Well, I tell you what, let's bypass him being elected or reelected. Let's just get to the civil war. They're just going to get it over with. Let's go to do that. Best group wins. Whoever, who's ever standing at the end of the civil war, hey, you get control, right? Why not? I mean, all this talk about civil war and this side going to do this and this side, the militia. and Well, let's just do it. Let's get it over with. Enough of the talk. Enough of the talk. If you're going to take the weapons, take the weapons. If you want to shoot people, go out there and shoot them. You're bad like that. Do it. Quit talking about it. Either do it or shut up. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, don't, don't you get tired of hearing about if it's going to be a civil war. Why? Why? He's one man. All right, right now, what, going to be in office, what, four years for right now? All right, four years. But there's going to be a civil war? What has he done so great that there's going to be a civil war if he's not reelected? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? If they'll see about that that dumb, then tell them go on and do it now. Don't even wait. If they win, then he can stay as long as he want to. Simple. <laughs> I know. I know. That sounds crazy, but that's just about the Civil War thing. That's just about as crazy. They had one already. Remember how that turned out? Hmm. I mean, that's about as asinine as those individuals say, well, if Trump becomes president, I'm leaving the country. But if some of them, them, them folk are still here. If you want to leave, leave. No, because it becomes redundant. It becomes, oh, oh, real fast. You keep hearing the same old thing. The same old thing. Just like Congress, you keep hearing the same old thing. Just depends on what president is in the White House. But it's the same bull crap over and over again. Why? The same people that, 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 that support President Trump right now would be the same people giving the next president a hard time. It doesn't matter whether they're doing something good or not. That uh, they can care less because their mind is so they, 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 so closed and, and their brain is so shut down to that's all they see. 
They're not looking at the good that's being done. They're not looking at the bad that's being done. It's either one way or the other. Yeah. (laughs) But that's how we have been conditioned. That's how we have been programmed. And, you know, programming is hard to redo sometimes when it's like that. It is. <laughs> oh Lord, that person! It is, but hey, who who cares, right? Who cares? As long as it doesn't affect my bubble, hey, I, I go with it. As it go, I go with the flow. I go with the flow. Now I believe whatever they tell me. It doesn't. I, it doesn't matter. I go with whatever they tell me. You know. We're about to get this little this little uh, circus started in the Senate here next week. That's going to be funny as well. You know, because the question becomes, who who are you going to believe? <laughs> you know, who are you going to believe? <clears throat> First, you got to find out who's going to be talking. Who's going to be telling the truth? Uh, I don't know. All right. So anyway, let's move on. Puerto Rico. Let's talk about the Puerto Rico. <sighs> President Trump's administration is releasing billions of dollars in hurricane relief for Puerto Rico that was supposed to be released by September. The Trump administration is releasing its hold on billions of dollars of aid to Puerto Rico after a month-long delay. But it is still unclear exactly when those funds will reach the hurricane-ravaged island. It's not even hurricane ravages, it's earthquake ravage too now. Um, the strength of money, more than $8 billion, is allocated through the Department of Housing and Urban Development Disaster Recovery Fund. It was supposed to be released months ago <laughs> to help the island rebuild in the wake of a devastating hurricane, Irma and Maria in 2017. Wow. The delay, wait a minute, so far $1.5 billion in HUD aid has been made available, of which Puerto Rico has drawn $11 million approximately. The delay in releasing the funds riled politicians. Yeah, of course, the Democrats complain. Um, yeah. So, once again, the administration is on fire because they supposedly withheld some funds. Uh, to another, to one of our own governments, Puerto Rico. You know, you know, that's what I, I, I keep saying. Look, you know, I don't know what, what this thing is with, 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 um, the president, but administrations withhold funds all the time. You know, they, they do. But to withhold them from your own, that's that's kind of shady. That really is, especially when you know they've been hit by two two hurricanes, severe hurricanes, and then to top it off, they just recently got hit with an earthquake. I think it was another earthquake earlier today, right? So, yeah, give them people their money. Give them their money. Quit playing. You know, you quit holding hostage. You know, I'm not going to give you the money unless you do this. I'm not going to give you the money because I really don't like you. I'm not going to give you the money because I just, I can do that. 
Politicians, right? Politicians. The bad part is nobody stands up to them and says, hey, that's not right. That's not right. Well, that's not right. But who cares, right? Who cares? Nobody really cares. You know, they get the money when they get it. They ain't going to do nothing but spend it on the wrong stuff anyway, right? As long as it ain't in your bubble. <laughs> anyway, we know this is 2020 and it's coming up on an election year. Hey, what's going on with the Democrats, man? Who's going to represent the Democratic Party? Huh? Who's going to represent the Democratic Party? You know, I, Cory Booker just uh, dropped out of the race here recently. Um, you got Bernie. You got Elizabeth Warren. I think you still got Bloom, was it Bloomberg still there? And a couple of others. But really, looking at that list of people, who's actually going to stand up and, and, and who's going to be the nominee? And are they really going to be able to defeat Donald Trump in the next election? You know, are they going to be able to steal some of the evangelical votes away from Donald Trump? Because, you know, he he has a big evangelical following. Uh, Some of them have said, you know, he's been sent by God. I like to talk to God about that myself, but that's what some of them say. So out of the Democrats, who who really stands out to that point? Bernie? Hell, Bernie just had a heart attack here recently. Elizabeth Warren? Uh, Still question marks about her. And the question is, is the United States of America ready for a female president? You got to ask that question, right? Are they ready for that? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Andrew, what's this, Andrew Yang, the Yang guy? Yeah. I mean, he talks a good game, but, uh, you know, it's one thing to talk a good game compared to actually getting in office and, and making it happen. But, see, that goes back to my point that I always say, That goes back to uh, uh, what I always say. (sighs) It's not the person in the office. It is the people in Congress. That's what it is. That's what it is. Because you had Obama in office, and he couldn't get anything done. Why? Because the Republicans was holding Congress hostage. Now you have Trump, and you have the Democrats on one side and the the, uh, Republicans on the other, and all that's being held hostage. So the question becomes, who is the problem? Is it the president or is it Congress? The president can only stay in office eight years, right? Who passes the laws make the bills? The Congress does, right? 
about that. Think about that. It's 2020. Elections are coming up. Elections are coming up. For the last at least 12 years, we really haven't had anything accomplished. Nothing but a bunch of chaos. A bunch of chaos. That sucks. That really sucks. And who's suffering? Me, you. We know the rich are not suffering at all. They're having a ball right now. But the regular Joes like us, yeah, we're suffering because we're not getting a fair shake. We're not getting anything that can help us. They tell you that, but that's not what's happening. Because the same people are doing the same thing. I mean, try, this Senate trial ain't even started. Miss McConnell has already said, hey, he's not going to get convicted. Just a waste of time. It's going to be a nice show, though. It really is. It's going to be a nice show. You're going to have those, the, 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 you know, that diehard Democrats, they're going to find, you know, that the trial wasn't fair. Then you're going to have the diehard Republicans going to say, yeah, he got a fair trial. And it was all lies. That we should have never had it. But somewhere in the middle is going to be the truth. But it doesn't really matter. Because honestly, Trump can only do another four years. But you got Pelosi, McConnell. Uh, um, all the other ones up there, they can get reelected for at least four, six years, right? For us to go through the same thing over and over again. (laughs) I mean, look at the history. Look at the history of this country. It's the same thing over and over again. We're good. We are good. We are good. All right, anyway, let me move on, because here goes something that's interesting. And uh, we've talked about this in, um, we've talked about this group of people here, and uh, because they have become one of the largest, most powerful um, forces in the political world, at least. But it's interesting that it says one in five LGBTQRST adults is registered to vote despite high 2020 stakes. It says some 21% of LGBTQRST adults aren't registered to vote. According to a recent study by University of California, Los Angeles, Williams Institute. This compared to an estimated 17% of non-LGBTQRSTUV adults. Okay, the finding, uh, part of a larger poll of 2,237 people that measured um, the alphabet voters' demographic characteristics and political attitudes, came as LGBTQTRST rights have taken center stage in the national conversation. All right, so it's interesting. It says half say they were Democrats, while 22% were independents and 15% were Republicans. About 9 million 
LGBTQ adults are eligible and registered to vote next November. Yeah. So that, that's going to be interesting in itself, you know, because they have over recent, especially during the Obama administration, they have become a very strong political force to be dealt with. So it's interesting that right now they have such a, a low number of registered voters. It is. It's, it, it is. The question is, who, who are you going to vote? Are you going to get out there and vote? Are you going to push for the vote? I don't care who you vote for. I don't. I just say vote for the right person, who you feel is the right person. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a liberal. I'm not a libertarian. I'm not a Green Party. I'm not a Tea Party. I'm not a nothing. I'm just me. So I really don't care who you vote for. But the only thing I ask is be smart about who you vote for. You know, don't just go up there and say, hey, I know him. Yeah, he's been in office. Okay. He ain't gotten put in jail, so let me vote for him. Now, that's not right. It's not. I mean, if you're going to put the person in office, put them in office for a reason. If somebody walks in and you say, hey, why did you vote for so-and-so? That's if you decide to tell them. You know, be able to tell them, you know, because you got a poly, he did this, he did that, da, 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 da. Don't go, hey, because I ain't like the other person. And honestly, that's why the president got put in office now. You know, because nobody really wanted Hillary to be president. And the only other person they had was who? Gonna say it. Gonna say it. Donald Trump. And I said it when he was, I don't think he thought he would win. Now, for those that said, well, we need a businessman to run the country. Well, you got him. I don't know how you (laughs) You got him. He's yours. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong, y'all. All right. Because he hasn't been as bad as some people say. And he definitely hasn't been as good as some people say. I'll, I'll tell y'all this. If, if there's some good, I see some good. Like recently, he just signed a bill um, that that um, funds HBCUs. Okay, I, I, I good because those colleges and universities need money. They do. So that's a good thing. He just signed another bill to help um, Native Americans find missing children. That's a good thing. You see what I'm saying? There's always something good in somebody. <laughs> there is. You just have to look for it. You have to look for it. But we know there's some bad out there, too. I'm not even going to get into that. I think I just covered a lot of that earlier. Okay? I did. I did. Hey. You want to talk about it, comment on anything I said? 347-838-8622 is the number. Eric Let's Talk at gmail.com. And you can shoot me an email. I can do it that way. And our chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Yeah. You can do that. Do it that way as well. Hey, either way, you know, if you got something you want to tell me, tell me. <laughs> That's right. I am back. 
I'm back. That's right. And I'm loving it. Okay? So, anyway. Yeah. So that's what we that's what we have going on today. Um, just recapping what we talked about earlier, we talked about the assassination of the general that really had nothing to do with imminent threat. It was more about uh, the peace, the peace that was trying to be brokered, and he was actually the the carrier of messages, um, and the new status, the new strategy by the United States of America of deterrence. Has nothing to do with immediate threats or attacks on any of any of these citizens. It has to do with anybody who thinks they're going to move away from the petrodollar. That is the deterrence that is, is is being set up. It's not going to happen. They're not going to let you do it. I.e., Venezuela, Libya, um, a couple of other places that wanted to start their own, um, get, build their own currency and support it with their oil. I know some of you say, yes, it is. It's out there for you to find, man. It it is out there. Now, if you don't believe me, just think of all the different different excuses that have been given for this assassination of this guy. Right? Think about it. First, it was an imminent threat, right? And then it also became a part of a new strategy to deter U.S. forces. I mean, U.S. foes. U.S. foes. Then Secretary of State says it goes beyond Iran. It goes toward China and Russia. Now, some time ago, uh, China uh, started their own little bank. See, nobody remembers that kind of stuff. Yeah. Look, whether you want to admit or not, the United States is a bully. All right? It's a bully. And you have a president in office right now that has admitted to, hey, you want some money? You want some money? You want you want protection? Hey, I send our troops over there, but you're going to give me some money. He said this in there. What you call it? Give me some money. Give me some money. <laughs> I want to know where all this money going to. That's the fun part. Where's the money going to? All right, shut up. Here I come. All right, uh, <laughs> Eric Code Six One Two. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? And tell me what you got for me. Hello, are you there? Yes, I hear you. Can you hear me? Got me? Yeah. I can hear you. Hello. Talk to me, sir. Okay. Isn't it? And negative thing you can point out about Trump could point out an almost identical thing. Okay, you're breaking up, sir. I don't know if you're moving or what, but you're breaking up. Okay, how about now? Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, sorry about that. No, I was saying... um, most people seem to I hear today that are like hypercritical about the current president seem to forget that uh-huh. most American presidents do the exact same thing. So Trump, Obama, Bush, Clinton, Reagan, for the most part, about ninety percent of what they do is identical. 
So, for example, right. every negative thing you could point out right now about Trump, I could show did almost the exact same thing. And the same was true about Bush and Clinton. So it does. Let, right. if, if people realize that, then people wouldn't get all worked up about presidents and go crazy about politics like we see them do, because then they realize it really doesn't matter who's in office. The American government basically does the same thing. It doesn't really matter. They make minor changes, mm. but for the most part, it's, it's the same thing. Right. Like, for example, if I were to say to you, for example, um, you know how they talk about how, oh, Trump always attacks the media and he's, you know, he's he's a danger to the media and then all that stuff. If I were to say to you, mm-hmm. how would you react if you found out that Trump was having reporters arrested that he didn't like? What would you, you would think, maybe that's Trump page news, right? Well, Obama, <laughs> if I were to right. say to you that, if I were to say to you that, what if Trump used the IRS attacks opponents and people that he didn't like to try to shut him down, you would say, man, that's terrible. That should be front page news, right? Obama did that. Right. If I were to say to you right. that Trump deported 3 million people, you would say, man, that's terrible, right? But if I were to tell you Obama did that, and when they show you all these pictures of kids in cages at the border that were detained, Obama built those cages, and there were tons of that happening back in 2013. Hmm. Tons of pictures of all that stuff going down. <laughs> But notice how right. nobody cared back then, right? And, and here's the thing I tell people. Right. Imagine if Trump was caught on a hot mic, President Medvedev, and telling him well, after the election. Imagine if Trump was caught right. saying that. Well, guess what? Obama said that, and he was caught on a hot mic saying that. To the... Now, that he was. what this all shows you is, the, now you have to ask yourself a question, all these negatives about Obama that I pointed out, most of the public isn't even aware of it, but everyone's aware wow. of the negatives about Trump. The reason mm-hmm. is me, the news or entertainment, or any type of media you watch, the vast majority of these people are liberals. 80% mm. of news journalists are registered Democrats. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I'm, I'm getting just what you're saying, but you're breaking up again. But I, I agree okay. with you 100%. I mean, I, I agree with you because you're right. Even even with the drone attacks, I mean, Obama sent a whole bunch of drones killing folks, you know, but nobody's talking about that. As I, you know, so you are absolutely correct. It just depends on who's in office and who, you know, who wants to complain about it. But you are absolutely correct. But hold that thought. I got another caller who want to come in, okay? So I'm going to put you back in, okay. the, in the queue. But thank you for calling. All right. Hello. Welcome Hello, to the show. Mr. Hello. Hello, Mr. Salt. How are you? I'm doing fine, Mace. How are you? Oh, the last time I talked to you, I told you they were going to impeach that man, and didn't they? Well, I mean, really, Mace, really. Yes, really. <laughs> and then you're talking about a hot mic. A hot mic don't have nothing to do with criminals doing criminalized criminal things. Hot mic ain't had nothing to do with what was done. None of this stuff that people keep coming. I'm wondering what's wrong with these people just because Trump letting people out of prison. That's what's wrong with some of them. They holding their chest up so high. Because he let them out of prison, they think it's a good thing. Because if they didn't do nothing to go to prison, they wouldn't have been in the first place. Those are the ones you hear screaming, how the world he did. What has he done besides make people, uh, I'm waiting to know what he did. Well, I don't listen to these talking heads. I'm not listening to the talking heads. I'm looking at what he's writing. And you listen to the talking heads. Mm-hmm. His words is what I'm looking at, as I told you, each time I tell you. Now you you are uh, investigating people uh, behind behind covers and doing different things. Yeah, somebody need to look at them. 
what we're supposed to do, just let it go past. I'm not saying nothing about it. That's how crooks get away. Giuliani and the man, that, the, two men, the man that was sitting there talking the other night, just feel the beans. Palmer. Yeah, Palmer. Yeah. Yeah. So if uh, he's telling you he was there and did things, it wasn't a hot mic that causes him his problem. No, it wasn't. Because he could have worked with Putin or whatever he did and did it in a piece of print, or, or, or presentable way. He probably would be looking great. But now you're going to do all kinds of different things, holding money back from people and doing all these different things when the money was already set to put in the place. And he didn't give it to him and trying to, trying to uh, what do you call it, bully somebody in order to get what you want. That ain't how you, that's not how you do to be, be a president. So people that think well, that's so great in, in a Democrat, May. I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. They're two of the same. May. May. What? Hold on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, it's like, one more I thing. Know, and, I know, I'm of, I know, and I'm sick of them talking about Joe Biden. No, no, no. Uh-huh. No, Mr. Talk. I'm Go sitting talking about Joe Biden because Joe Biden is another Trump. And the one out in New York, too. He, now, he was mayor, and then he wanted to make, be mayor for life. He tried to change in New York so he could be mayor for life. And how, I mean, who are these people speaking for us? Ain't nobody did no survey to ask me no question. I ain't looking at no nothing Carolina. Carolina do not stand up for all the black people. And these that come from <laughs> considering themselves a Democrat or a Republican, they need to lead both of the parties. Because they're two of a kind. Now, look at all these crooks, these, these politicians that's involved with this stuff. That's why they won't stand up. So now you need to be asking the question, are you involved in it? Is that why you're making the vote that you make? Are you involved in it when they talk to them? Those are the questions they should be asking. Like Lindsey Graham, he's deep into it. Well, that's the way I see May. it. Okay. Well, May, oh, you okay. know, and, and you know, we, we go back and forth with you. <laughs> but, no, no, I'm hey, just telling you like this. You know, even, even you know, and Biden was, you know, boasted about it. You know, they withheld money also, you know, and you we talking about, but Ukraine, I think it was. They withheld money mm-hmm. as well. But but that wasn't, if you notice, it wasn't made of a, a big issue because really they kept it hush-hush. They, right? they withheld money for what reason? Because they had crooks in office. That's why okay, I need to give you the money. But okay, they don't have no crooks so, in office so, with this one we got now. But, Let's look at it for real. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, May. No, that is the, one of the reasons why they, the Trump administration said they was withholding it because of uh, uh, corruption. That's yeah. what they said. So what, what, oh, is, the what, is, the well, what, what yeah, is the difference? What is the difference? The proof is what that man said. The that they, they was holding it. The proof is they withheld money just like the Trump administration no, did, just no. Obama, and all administrations withhold funds. They do. They do that, man. But the reason why they were just bullying, like the they man, were bullying. Just like the young man, well, the United States bully everybody. That's what I've been talking mm-hmm. about the whole show. The United States bully everybody. Mm-hmm. That's why they killed the general. It had nothing to do with him being an imminent threat. They killed him because he was trying to work a, a peace deal with Saudi and Iran, which was going to eventually calls peace and they work together to get away from the people. And they don't want no peace. That's right. Exactly. That's why they have this new strategy, what they call deterrence. It's so a if you were there, deterrence. If you were there and part of the crickery so, and you came out and said you was a part of it and you know who was in the ring, that's what that's what the truth is. If we don't overlook right, everything you know else saying like why who like who, you know, okay. it don't matter. I don't see nothing I want to vote for. Okay. You know what I'm doing? <laughs> Well, you got this. Well, May, I'm gonna bring this young man back in, and hopefully, you know, mm-hmm. he's in a spot where you, we can actually hear him. Yeah, he can uh, explain. Six one two, are you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Can can, can you guys hear me? Uh, he, he's banging quite well. Yeah, we can hear you. Yep. You want to respond to anything May has said so far? 
Okay, go right ahead. Yeah, I, I just want to explain for her and anybody listening exactly what it is that Joe Biden did. So the reason Joe Biden withheld the money, we're talking about $1.5 billion that was supposed to go to Ukraine. And the reason he withheld it is he wanted a prosecutor fired who was investigating the company that his son was working for at the time called Burisma. Now, his son at the time just got kicked out of the Navy because they had caught him using cocaine and doing all type of crimes under the low. He then went to Ukraine, got a job with this oil company that he had no experience in. He had never worked in oil. He had no background in it. And they were paying him around $83,000 a month. Now, he admitted it himself. He did an interview with CBS News about a month and a half ago where he admitted he said the only reason he got the job was because his dad was vice president at the time. And his dad was the one overseeing the funds that go to Ukraine. And so when his dad found out that this prosecutor was investigating the company his son was working for, he told them, you're not going to get the $1.5 billion unless you fire him. The Ukrainians told Joe Biden, we don't believe you because we don't think Obama is going to do that. He told them, go call Obama and call me back. They went and did that, and they verified it, and then they went ahead and fired the prosecutor, and he bragged about it on tape. You can go look at the video himself. He explained so the whole thing, and he bragged about that? it. And then what does that got to do with the president? What I want to ask you is this. What I want to ask you is this, mate. Is what Joe Biden did consider that corrupt? Yes or no? Yes, it's corrupt. And just like Trump, he is okay. doing corrupt stuff too, but you're not so, looking so at that. Now, 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 now I'm going to follow-up. I'm gonna ask you a follow-up question. Please do. Is Trump, wrong, <laughs> well, ask, is Trump wrong for trying to investigate what happened with that? He didn't need no investigation because just like they investigated Hillary, they ain't found nothing. Okay, so then no, what is was, was, you jumping on Joe? You, you, you stuck on it? Joe Biden and his son, but we saying what no, the president did no, 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 and what he got we're talk, we're talk, I'm talking about Hold being on. consistent. Were you were you okay with Trump right. being investigated for two years about the Russian thing, which found out he didn't collude with Russia? Were you cool with them spending forty million dollars to investigate him? No, no I'm he asking you. Were you what okay are you talking with, about? I'm asking you. Are you uh, were you okay with them investigating <laughs> Trump for two years? You okay with that? Yes, I was. I'm just as okay as Hillary and all the rest of them. Okay. So they caught him. Right, so, so, now, know, so now, let, now I'm going to. Now, let me ask you one more question. Let me ask you one more question. No, I'm hold gonna, on. Hey, I'm almost done here. So now that you said you were okay with them investigating Trump, now I'm going to ask you what's the problem with Trump investigating Biden for doing something corrupt overseas? Because the same reason his son is doing the same thing and daughter. He's not a Democrat had nothing to do with it. I got a question for you. If Trump said if what's the name put they investigating he was gonna end his presidency, who said those words? Was Trump saying or Biden and his son said? Who said the words? He was you can find it. He said if if he went wrong with this investigation, it was gonna end his president. Who said those words? Wait, wait, wait. I, don't, I don't understand what you're saying. You're saying Trump said that if he does this investigation, it's going to no, end Biden's presidency? No, no, no. He said if Western Day started this investigation, it would end his presidency. He wrote it, and he said it. Oh, so I know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, that, uh-huh. that was that was no, some, those are his that words. Was some his, uh, so, so his attorney. If, yeah. attorney. So if he wasn't doing anything wrong, if he wasn't doing anything wrong, why would he say something like that? Well, because if, you if you've been paying because attention for the last three years, you've noticed that the media, and this is something I just talked to the brother about earlier, is look at how the media has attacked Trump for doing things that Obama himself did in a way what to did make I, it seem what like he do? what he did is brand new. 
What does he do? Nah, we just we. I, I don't know if you were listening earlier. We went over about <laughs> things that Obama did. Yeah. That no, Obama I wasn't done the exact same thing. He wasn't, uh, it would have been a big deal. But the but well, the thing about he, why didn't they impeach him for what he did? Why didn't they impeach him for what he did? Because, he because he's, he's a Democrat. Because, no, he no, because he's a Democrat, the media didn't cover him in a per- negative way. The person named like he's the media the made the, the media tried to make Obama okay. extinct, and they're trying to no, make you him hate Obama. like the devil. You hate Obama. You're trying to convince. Hold you can't convince. Hold on. 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 All right. Now, see, now it was it was very interesting. It was an interesting point brought up that I just don't want it to go 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 by like that. Now, why didn't the media come after Obama the way the media is going after Trump right now? See, they now. paid on him twenty four seven. I don't know what you're talking about. And when it came on, he said if Mueller started this investigation. It was in my presidency. If no. Mueller started the investigation, no, the, bro- the brother knows why. May. He knows why. Didn't Ma- he knows why. Didn't Go ahead and tell him. May. I wouldn't. May you asked the question? Why didn't you ask the question? Why didn't they impeach him? Right? Yeah. What did he do to be impeached for? What did he do? Well, number one, the same thing. Apparently, the same thing Biden did. He withheld. I mean, uh, yeah, he withheld funds. But here's the reason why he they didn't impeach him. Number one, he was a, a person of color, the first black person of color, and they didn't want to go through the um, thing of saying, you know, because it was this racist thing going on. So they want to say, you know, okay, he got impeached because he was black. No. Uh-huh. Yes, Obama. Exactly. Obama, Obama, look, look, Obama. Obama. Well, Clinton lied. Okay, he had he really? got a blowjob in the White House. He lied about it. Okay, so that's that that only ain't worth nothing. Uh, but but here's his other thing. Obama deported more people, more um, aliens. I ain't gonna call them aliens, but more whatever you want to call them than any other president. Okay, before but you Trump impeach, took over. Three and, million. And you impeach people. Yeah. You impeach huh? people for that. You impeach people for that. No, we're not talking about impeaching. We're talking about how. We're talking about Mueller and talking about. We're talking about this. Okay, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. Oh, Obama did the same thing, and nobody cared about okay. that. Nobody cared about right. prison cases. What did the Mueller investigation bring out? He didn't have no witnesses and no nothing. But Mueller investigation, that's why he's impeached. Because he said he was going to be. May. May. What? Okay. As I said before, I know how you feel about uh, Obama. So, Trump, you know, and no, it's not that hard. I'm not right? indoctrinated to listen yeah. to what he got to say because he's mixed up. It's not about indoctrination, mate. We're talking yeah, facts. You, you are indoctrinated. I'm, I'm asking you, 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 okay, okay, you a question, mate. In, in 2013 <laughs> and in 2014, were there kids being held in cages at the border? Yes or no? I don't know what kids are in them heads and cages, and no one knows kids are held at no border. Oh, no so you don't you don't even know then? So why why no, why are you, you telling me that, you that I'm making stuff up? You don't got this on Fox News. 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 You don't got because he's done his research. He knows what he's talking about. You clearly haven't done your research. Clearly. You don't even I asked you the question, you said I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and all right, Maze, I'm talking now, so hold off. Okay, so you know, those caves were there before Trump got in office, okay? Don't, don't just think they just were built all of a sudden. Okay? And, and you know, Maze, as, as I have always said, each president has has done things that has not been ethical, you know, and been wrong. 
just that simple. However, it just depends on who's covering and who's running Congress or what have you, and that's how you get it. Now, the command has brought up some good points. You know, hey. He ain't brought no good points. Not to no, me. He did. He, I mean, he brought uh, Well, I, not to I, you because you. This is why he didn't answer my question. He said that Mueller investigation well, got, him, got him impeached, didn't it? Got, what? The Mueller investigation? No. Mueller investigation. investigation. That's what he didn't the president write those words? I didn't get that out from no media. That came out from him. So if he no, said it, that's what happened to him. Got who impeached? Some said that Mueller takes this investigation is going to make me lose the president. Y'all don't remember that. No, I so if that came out of his mouth. Mate, did, 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 did you even read? Hey. Did you read the Mueller report? Talk, you realize that every, in the Mueller report it said we that ain't going no to American colluded with the Russian government. Yeah, right. They did collude because right. the Russians was on this show. All over the show was talking to us. So what are you talking about with no collusion? Oh, my God. Let me ask you a question. Hey. You, you just accused me of getting all my information from Fox News. I think you get all your information from CNN, to be honest with you. No, I'm telling you what my information is. I read what the president no, is. I don't know sorry. what you get yours from. That's why I get my I, 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 I respect the host. He's been because the host is clearly knowledgeable and he knows what he's talking about. No, you like most of the time because you agree with what he's saying. You don't know what you're talking about, man. I'm sorry. You don't know what you're talking about. You really don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. You proved it, but what you just told I asked you basic questions. You couldn't give me a solid answer for anything. And you admitted yourself you don't know. You said it three times. So you don't know what you're talking about, man. It's cool. Look, I understand you like Obama because he was black. I respect that. And you're going to defend him no matter what. You don't like Trump for whatever reason. That's totally fine. And you're going to attack him no matter what. You don't care about the facts. Keep it real. You're in your emotions. And because you're thinking emotionally, you can't think logically or reasonably. Now, the host, he's not thinking emotionally. That's why me and him can have a logical, reasonable discussion and talk facts and not care about whatever side did it. We just being what happened. That's the difference between me and right. him and you. Hey, that's true. All right. Thank you, young man. I, I really appreciate that. <laughs> but yes, unfortunately, we're running out of time. Yes, All right. No problem. Anytime. Uh, yeah. We, we got to get up out of here. Got six minutes left. May, you know I love you, and I know what you were doing. Don't think I don't know. <laughs> yes. Sometimes you have to send him running. Cause he need to, he need to put it on around his he need to put around his neck what he said if mother take this investigation I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose my presidency where where hey hey that was that was it. yes Donald Trump did say that according to his attorney but no that wasn't his attorney that was him that okay all right okay I'm just gonna mm-hmm. leave right there all right yeah <laughs> so he can have a good day all right, all right. thank you May. <laughs> All right, I want to thank everybody for checking in and listening to me today. It's been a fun one. Hey, just do your own research. All right, that's all I got to say. Do your research. And I'm going to recap real fast. The general was not killed because he was an imminent threat. He was killed because he was trying to broker a peace between Iran and Saudi Arabia. Iraq was the in between, Iraq and um, Pakistan was the in betweens on this thing. And the reason that's the reason why he was killed. Now, here's something else for you to think about real quick. If you are the enemy and you want to kill the other enemy's soldiers and do a lot of damage, why would you send a warning uh, letting them know you was about to attack? And if that was the case, why didn't you try and shoot down any of those missiles? I just want you to think about that. Because that is a very, very interesting thing to think about. What you think? Ha <laughs> ha! 
anyway, we're going to take Monday off, you know, in observance of um, Martin Luther King Day. But we'll be back next Friday with another show for you. So I hope to see each and every one of you there. Have a great weekend and have a great week. But I'll see you next week. All right. So this has been Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talks, and love you. Appreciate you. Glad to be back and glad you're hanging out with me. All right. Until next Friday, man, y'all have a great time. I'm out of here. Sacrifice.